Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. As you know, um, we're bringing you as much of our player access as we can give you here at the Riot Report. So on It Is What It Is, you're going to get the raw uncut um, talks with your favorite players and coaches throughout this training camp as we are unable to have in-person conversations. Obviously, Uh, we can have virtual press conferences. So that's what we're having. Today, we're speaking to second-year defensive end Brian Burns about what his focus was this offseason, how he thinks he can get better. He talks about how he put on about 15 pounds, which was one of his goals that he talked about last year whether or not he blames himself for the wrist injury that he had last year when he punched the ground after uh, only catching a fingertip on a punt instead of full-out blocking it. Just a, an interesting conversation with Brian. And, and honestly, uh, Brian Burns is like he's like sneaky funny. Um, he's a little bit like James Bradbury in that way in that when you talk to him for only about uh, for only a couple minutes, you may not get that. But once he gets to open up, um, he's got a really, really cool personality and um, one of my favorite guys on the team to talk to. So uh, I'm excited for you to uh, to hear him today um, and throughout the season as he uh, as he kind of grows into his own, because as we all know, Brian Burns, first round pick. And through the first four games of the season last year was on his way to uh, competing to be defensive rookie of the year, whereas that wrist injury and then uh, maybe some some playing time and some snap count issues that uh, we won't talk about on this podcast. Um, <coughs> Ron only plays veterans. <coughs> um, may have cost him that opportunity. So uh, anyway, don't forget to check out other podcasts on the Riot Network. Um, we've got Not What You Think. We've got One Day Contract. We've got the brand new Quick Blitz with Sheena Quick and Vashti Heard. I'm actually giving you a sneak preview right here um, to tell you that it is coming out on the Riot Network this week. So you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. That's Quick Blitz with Sheena and Vashti. We're really excited about this show. Um, and uh, they'll be bringing you their take on the Carolina Panthers, the NFL, and uh, and everything that's going on. So be sure to subscribe. Quick Blitz, One Day Contract, Not What You Think, Roaring Riot Podcast, Out of the Black and Blue, uh, all kinds of good stuff. Keep talking if you speak German. We've got a German podcast on the Riot Network. There is so much for you to listen to. But for right now... Here's Brian Burns. Brian, good morning or good afternoon. It's Joe Person with the Athletic. You're doing well. Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just uh, wonder how the wrist is feeling, first of all, and uh, just kind of from a health standpoint, uh, how much consideration, if any, the potential of opting out? Uh, you broke up a little bit, but I think I got the gist of what you were saying. Um, I'm healthy. My wrist is fine. Um, it got better over time and uh, a little bit of therapy, a little bit of exercises. So my wrist is fine. And um, no, I'm not opting out. I think I'll be fine with uh, everything that's going on. I just really want to play. Brian, David Newton, uh, ESPN.com. When's the last time you've been a part of a defense that had so many new pieces and, and how did that turn out? Can you uh, say the last part of that question again? Just the last time you had a defense that had so many new pieces to it, and how did that turn out? 
Um, I mean, football is all about next man up. And, uh, you know, I mean, the guys going to get together. We're going to work together. It's going to be the same outcome, honestly. But um, it always works out pretty well once everybody's bought into the, the system and bought into the scheme. So it'll be fine. Brian, I was just wondering, Elena Getzenberg, Charlotte Observer. Um, I was wondering kind of going into your second season after everything that went down last year with the second half of the season, what were kind of, what are your goals for yourself this year with this new defense and kind of your role in it? Uh, my goals are kind of classified. I can't really put those out there, but uh, I do have goals. But ultimately, I really just want to win games, well, win more games than we did last year and just have a great season. I mean, among everybody overall. Brian Scott Callan here with Sports Illustrated. Uh, Matt Rules talked about it numerous times about how he likes positionless, positionless players. That kind of fits your game, being able to kind of be a defensive end or outside linebacker. Do you feel like this defense is maybe better suited for you? Um, honestly, no, I wouldn't say better suited. I mean, I think I fit in any defense, but um, it's very versatile. I like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, you really pretty much plug me in anywhere. I mean, it's going to be a lot to – to come with this deep is not going to be easy to stop, in my opinion. In my opinion. Brian, this is from Panthers.com. Uh, so I'm wondering, too, sort of off of that, uh, do you have a sense for if you're how different, if at all, your role is going to be different, you know, this year from what it was last year? You said how different is it going to be? Yeah. Uh, we didn't dive too much into it. Um, for, for most of we got an overview of what the deepest is going to be, which I really like. But, I mean, I'm still going to play the, the same versatile kind of role. I mean, it's do what I do, I rush. So, you know, kind of do what I do. But that's pretty much the, the, the thing, really. Not really much to it. Hey, Brian. Jonathan Alexander with the Charlotte Observer. Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, I was just wondering, what do you think will be the biggest challenges you all will face as a defense this season? And how you overcome that? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, you can overcome anything really with uh, perseverance and just just fighting through it. I mean, we got a whole bunch of dogs, in my opinion. But um, honestly, we're all learning the defense together. I mean, because nobody nobody knows it, so we're all learning together. That'll probably be the biggest, I guess, challenge for now. Brian, hey, uh, Jetson with the with WBT. I'm just curious. Do you blame yourself for the injury last year, and do you think it was a wasted season because of it? Uh, nah. I don't blame myself because football is an, uh, it's an emotional sport. So whatever happens, happens. Um, it is what it is. And no, I don't think it was a wasted season. I think I, I had a good season for the snap, the amount of snaps I played and my injury. Hey, Brian, uh, Josh with the Riot Report. Um, what Were there specific things they were working on this offseason to try and get better uh, after a full rookie season in the NFL? Yeah, um, pretty much the same, same things. Um, working on a lot of technique. Um, I always worked on my dropping just in case I ever had to do it. So those are the main things I worked on, but ma mainly my hands and uh, I say technique in the run. Brian, did you get hey, hands in terms of in terms of like pass rush or in terms of like uh, if the ball comes your way? Both. Brian, did you get any weight during the off season? Yeah, uh, say about fifteen, maybe. Brian, for you, is there anything maybe in particular with all the rookies on this defense this year, is there anything you've kind of passed along to them or you would tell them about, like, things to do for their rookie season? Yeah, definitely. Um, I tell them, like, just don't don't wait. Like, don't wait to, to take care of your body. Don't wait to get into the treatment room and wait to watch film. Like, just take advantage of it now. Like, don't don't be that rookie that, that 
be like, I'll do it later. Like, nah, do it like now. And I just gave him little tips on um, on game time situations or what'll happen if you do this or what'll happen if you do that. Brian, did you feel like you needed to gain some weight? And uh, and how, how much are you – or what are you trying to play at this year? Um, yeah, I feel like I needed to gain some weight. I mean, with my wrist injury, I really couldn't work out. So, I did lose uh, quite a bit. But um, uh, this year, I'm probably going to play around, i say, maybe 255, 250. That's my goal. Hey, Brian, it's Jason Brown with Spectrum News 1 here in Charlotte. Good to see you. Glad you're well. Uh, you referenced the, the team sort of having to learn this defense or defensive players having to learn this defense. With the offseason being all virtual, I'm curious, how much on-field work now have you guys been able to do as a unit, if any? Uh, well, surprisingly, once it got closer to our report date, I mean, the, the guys got together and we went through a couple things. But, I mean, so far it's been really smooth. Uh, the virtual meetings and the communication and uh, the amount of – like I said, we got a lot of smart guys. We also got a lot of smart guys on this defense. The amount of help and everybody's helping each other has been pretty smooth. So uh, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Brian, as a as an edge rusher, as a pass rusher, how much easier does it make your job to have guys in the middle like Derek Brown and and KK Short? And how much are you looking forward to playing with them? A lot easier. <laughs> I need I need those guys, man. But uh, yeah, they're going to take up a lot of attention, and uh, I'm have, I'm ho- hopefully I have a lot of one on ones on the outside. Anything else for Brian? Hey, Brian. Uh, Josh Graham, Sports Up Dryad. Give me a sense just for how much the the cast in your hand limited your effectiveness because you got off to such a great start off on the edge, and then it seemed that hurt you a bit. Yeah, it did. I mean, uh, having the cast on really limited me from from grabbing and uh, be, yeah, being able to have a firm grip on, on the blocker or the running back or whoever it is. So it did limit me quite a bit. Um, Towards the end of the season, it was getting better. But, um, yeah, I'll say it did limit me quite a bit, being the position that I play. Brian, what do you like like best about this defense and the talent around you? Say that. You're breaking up. What do you like best about this defense and the talent around you? Oh, well, the defense is very versatile. Like I said, it's a lot to – like take in, like there's a lot of ways we can come. And um, the talent around me, there's a lot of guys I can learn from also. You know, being my second year, I still got KK. Uh, Steven is uh, tagged along. I got Tyre behind me, Shaq's still here. So there's a lot of guys I can still learn from. And, um, yeah, very, very talented group, in my opinion. Brian, uh, Jason here with WFNZ. You talked about how Phil Snow's defense is, is a versatile one. How has he been overall, though? How much have you been able to talk to him, especially in an offseason like this? And, and what do you see moving forward in the future with what he can do with the defense? Talk to who? Uh, Phil Snow. And what, what's that relationship been like so far? And was it different kind of this offseason since you weren't able to meet him immediately? Yeah, I mean, it's different. Yeah, definitely different because I wasn't able to meet him. But, um, no, we talked on the phone a lot. Uh, he, he's a nice guy. I mean, we got a good connection, good Good, uh, good bond. He, he walked me through a lot of the things that I'll be doing this year. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to be playing as deep as real. Brian, you said the goals are uh, strictly classified. Uh, yeah, what, personal. Okay. How difficult was it last year? I mean, you were in the early conversation for defensive rookie of the year. 
how difficult was it individually? And then you guys went through as a team with Ron getting fired and interim coach and how kind of the wheels came off the bus. Oh, uh, yeah, it was difficult. Um, yeah, it was pretty hard. But, I mean, we can't dwell on that now. We just got to move on, you feel what I'm saying? So we just got to continue to get better and work with the group that we have. But it was hard. It was hard last year. Brian, uh, last year I know you gave out those um, those art pieces to everybody on the defense, different superheroes. There's a lot of turnover on the defense now. Do you have any like early inklings on who some of the new uh, the new guys might be superhero wise? How they classify comic book? Not not just yet, but I, I got a couple ideas brewing in my head. But not just yet because we haven't really got on the field in some pads. I want to see everybody move and, and like their mindset. But but uh, it'll be coming out soon. Brian, you've only been there a couple of years now, but how fundamentally different does the, the the identity of the team feel absent guys like Luke and now Cam Newton? The last part? Absent guys like Luke and then Cam Newton, how fundamentally different is the identity of this team now? Honestly, I don't, I don't think – I don't really think it's going to be that different. I mean, those are two huge pieces that we, we did lose, but um... – I feel like guys are filling each other out and kind of finding out who the leaders are, who, who, who you know what I'm saying, who who's running the call. Like Teddy came in, great personality. Um, you could this, this is a gravitational kind of guy. And we, I can tell he's going to be a great leader for the offense. And uh, Tyer, Shaq, I mean, guys like I'm, lead, I'm, I'm following their footsteps. So, I mean, I feel like we'll be fine. Like people are going to step into those roles. Is it possible for a, for a second-year guy to be a leader on, on the team? I definitely think so. I, I think it's all about how you carry yourself, honestly. Um, how you go about things, you're doing everything right, and you hold people accountable. I feel like you could be a leader your first year. But, I mean, you also got to back it up on the field. But that's another that's another topic for now. We got time for a few more, guys. Go ahead, Joe. Eddie, you're a uh, South Florida guy. wondered if uh, – excuse me, uh, Brian, you're a South Florida guy. Did you get to see Teddy at all during the offseason? And then uh, – and, and you were down there, I'm assuming, one of the COVID hotspots. What was quarantine like for you kind of day to day? Yeah, it was terrible, <laughs> honestly. But, no, I didn't get to see Teddy, uh, obviously, for COVID reasons. And um, I was really pretty much cooped up in the house doing my little home workouts and whatnot, trying to get trying to get on, uh, get on some grass. But we was getting kicked off every field, kind of. So uh, it was tough. But – I was trying to fight. I was trying to stick through it and get some kind of work. You said, like, where were you getting kicked off? Like, it was just like parks, like, because I, like, I have a trainer down there, so we'll go out there. We have like a, like a group of maybe, maybe nine or ten, and then like you just see like the little park guy come over. He's like, hey man, you guys gotta, gotta get off, the, <laughs> gotta get off the field, and we gotta go to another park and get kicked off to that park, and we just go in the garage and just get a lift or something. Right. It's tough. Ashley Mahoney of the Charlotte Post. There have been a lot of interesting stories about ways that people, whether it's professional athletes to just you know ordinary folks like us, trying to find ways to stay fit during you know the lockdown, stay-at-home orders, et cetera. Did you have access to weights and equipment and so forth, or was it a matter of things like you know some of your new teammates, or it's filling buckets of dirt from Home Depot and Lowe's and just finding anything that can be a weight substitute? It was honestly a little bit of both. Um... At one point, we was in my trainer's garage. We had weights. We had barbells, dumbbells, everything we needed. 
Um, and then I think he, he went on like a little trip or something, or he went to go visit some family or something like that. And then me and my me and my, my best friends, we, <laughs> we did go to Home Depot and got some buckets. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, it was bad. We, 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 we did a lot. I'm not going to lie. But it was bad. We was finding any way to get, get some work in. We did a lot of body weight stuff, a lot of bands, resistance. So at the end of the day, we got some work. We got something done. Let's get one or two more guys if you have anything left. Ryan, I guess just for you coming back from a very strange offseason, clearly, but coming in now to your second season and being back in the building, what is kind of your mindset, I guess, or kind of how does this all feel for you kind of starting out after, you know, the past crazy few months? I'm excited. I'm, like, really, really, really excited. Um, just to be back, just to be with the guys, number one, and number two, to get some quality work in in the weight room and just – hone in on my skills like everything right now it's just been very very detail oriented so everything down to the stance to the hand to the hand placement to everything my eyes i just been very detail oriented that's what i'm focusing on right now and brian what's the one hey. thing you've seen in the building that makes you feel safe makes me feel safe yes sir well honestly the coaches i feel like they're following every protocol to keep us safe um uh, we get test, tested daily. So, I mean, as long as everybody follow the rules, keep their mask on, keep a distance. We got these little trackers or whatever to uh, keep us six feet apart. I feel fine, uh, in all honesty. Brian, do you feel like John, coaches and – oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're good, John. I just wanted to say we'll finish up with you, so go ahead. Okay. Brian, do you feel like coaches and veterans or are coaches and veterans kind of pointing to the Miami Marlins situation as, as what not to do or what could happen, you know, if people don't follow the rules? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you just got to hold everybody accountable. And I feel like these are good guys. They don't want to put anybody else's family in jeopardy, uh, let alone their own. So I feel like they'll follow the rules. And, um, I mean, and, and like you see a guy without his mask on or he walk around, just let him know or, or give him a mask or whatever the case may be just to keep everybody safe. So nobody has any, any hiccups back at home. So that's pretty much the, the deal with it.